Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news. Well, hello there, Broncos country, and I'm glad you're here for another episode of the Orange Weekly postgame podcast, uh, because quite frankly, I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm not glad I'm here. I'm just kidding. I'm glad I'm here with you all, but I'm not glad to be talking about the crap that we're going to be talking about. Uh, now, you know I love you all. I love you all. No, you don't. You. You're right. I don't really care for John. I don't know why I still have him. Oh, that was but. messed up, man. Broncos <laughs> <laughs> well, country. Yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a couple weeks, but it's great to see you too, Kevin. Yeah, it, it has, has been a few it weeks. It has been. It's been a minute, John. It's been a while. We're here. It, it's what happens when they keep putting us on prime time. We don't do the postgame show. Well, you know, I wish we were all paid to do this so that, you know, we could like do this during the day. Um, but yeah, once we get to those weird, you know, night games and the Thursday night game, and then it's it makes it tough on on, on us. But uh, look, uh, we had a first regular game in quite a while uh, in terms of scheduling, and um, we're back. So let's do it, boys. Let's talk about some Broncos, and uh, we'll just start like we always do with what we were thinking before the game. So, Rob. Mr. Sir, I will hand it over to you to talk about kind of what your thoughts were and um, what the feeling was going into this game. All right. So I just want to preface all of this by I warned both of you. Okay. Broncos country, <laughs> let's just be dead inside. Okay. That's about where I'm at. Uh, thoughts before the game. I was hoping we'd squeak out a win against the Jets. I was hoping for... Hell, I'd even take a one-point victory, to be quite honest with you. I was hoping that Brett Rippon would, well, not suck. And let's face it, nope, we still suck. Uh, so at, at this point, like I said, I, I have to revert to the David of last year and just be dead inside. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I think you uh, put that pretty well there, Rob. Um Look, the Broncos offense has not shown any signs of improvement in the last month. Um, so before the game, I had very little expectations. I was hopeful, but I was not going to hold my breath going into this game. They uh, proved me to be correct in my assumption that they um, weren't going to show up yet again. My one question going into this game, um, you know, knowing that Russ was going to be sidelined, you know, um, I thought it would be potentially telling, um, you know, of, of where the blame goes. You know, do we focus on the players? Do we focus on the coaching staff? A little bit of everybody. I mean, that's probably the most accurate answer. But, you know, my thought was, hey, if Rip comes out here and he's playing well and this offense is gelling, then, um, you know, you might have to start looking and questioning Russ a little bit more. But right. we basically saw the exact same office, offense, whether it's Russ or Ribbon. Um, which, you know, begs the question, uh, maybe, it, maybe it leans a little bit farther on the, on the offensive coaching staff, uh, when, when we look at the blame game here. Now, speaking of the offensive co coaching staff, you know, reports were coming out that, uh, Otten apparently hadn't even started his car for whole uh, nine whole days that he was living in the Valley. Um, that's according to him. Um, I don't have the exact quote, but this is a rumor. This was him admitting um, that he, for his car, sat in the the Dove Valley parking lot for nine days because that's that's where he was. Um, and uh, I mean, there's there's a point of I appreciate the you know how committed you are to maybe saying, hey, there's a, definitely a problem that we need to fix, or. But, or, might, but there's or a line might be going through a divorce. Who knows? Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. A, either way, there's oh, a line right. where it's like, and what I'm getting at the reason I bring this up, you're talking about just coaching and leadership. Like, you've, you, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not, you're not helping anyone, you know? So, you know, is this coaching staff realize? I mean, you, you see how bad things are, but man, just what they're doing is not working, man. I, and, here we are, two and yeah. five. Or, I mean, I get it. or he was ahead, pulling Rob. a Chad Ocho Cinco and he was just trying to save his money. 
Oh yeah, there you go. Because that's what they I, need to do. When I don't know. I'm just saying, coaches don't make as much as players. You never know. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. You're trying to show you're committed. You want to improve this thing, but that seems like a little bit bit much there to me. Uh, it's not well, worse hacking. Worse so. hacking than that. You know, he, he made such a, he made such a big deal during the preseason about we're going to make sure that these guys all get time for their families. Like you know, that's such a huge. Uh, you know, important point for me is to get these guys time with their families away, just to decompress for a little bit before coming back. Um, it's not working, and so. we're seeing the complete opposite of that. Apparently. I mean, you want to stay there for a few days, I guess. Okay. But at some point, dude, you need to go home and shower. <laughs> yeah. Sure like I know they have showers there. I was, like, I was like, say, bro, they probably got showers. Like, go to state. your own house, like go to your own house, sleep in your bed for even just a few hours. You know, and then Cotton's yeah, walking around. Say hi to your kids. Cotton's walking around with a robe and a shower caddy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being a dead family, though? Like, okay, they're not coming home because they're dedicated to winning, and then they still put out the uh, production that they <laughs> it puts oh, I, it, it I, puts stress I, on players and families. Hope, it really, it I really hope his does. wife reamed his ass when he got home. Like, really, nine days, nine days, and you couldn't be yeah. home with your family trying to yeah. pull a Tom Brady and shit. <laughs> now, nine days, oh. nine points. I'm just saying, no, there's yeah. a correlation there. One point. Do it. This whole month, you know? keep your yeah. ass. In We'll get up to 16 points next game, you know? I Keep like it. Going. Okay. But then we have our bye week, so I don't know. No, that'll actually help. That'll help. <laughs> that would help. Yeah, that would help. Double. Yeah. Um, okay, this is just going to be the topic that everybody's mainly focused on this week for Broncos country, and it's going to be talked about at nauseum. So let's just get out of the way, guys. Here we are. We're two and five, four games in a row. Um with a very, very, very banged up team, lowest scoring offense in the league, does Hackett come back for the game against the, ten- the, the Titans? Or are we sitting here this time next week saying we got an interim head coach? <sighs> John, I'm going to let you go first on this one there, bud. Yeah, thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I look, you know, I was thinking about this, like you don't get it the way the NFL works these days. You don't get the, the time to really develop a team like, like some of the old coaches that used to, you know, guys like even like Kyle Shanahan, right. He started out miserable in uh, mm-hmm. the 49ers. The first two seasons, they were below 500. I think the first season, I think he only won like three games or something like that. Yeah. Bad. Um, and then the third season, what they went to, I think that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They went to the Super Bowl in their third year. Yep. And Broncos country especially is just so sick of losing. So Hackett's probably going to get the least, um, at least from the, the fans, he's not. He's going to get the shortest leash of the head coaches we've had since the Super Bowl, which sucks for him because, I mean, it's hard to come in, new system, new like team, players you don't know at all. You're putting in a new system. It, take, it takes time. Like, I, I, I have a hard time believing that George Payton's going to fire him this year. I, I honestly think he's probably going to be around all of this year and probably at least halfway through the next year, maybe all of next year um, to see if he can turn it around. But we we'll get the McDaniel special. You'll get, you are an offensive coordinator. You, you right. are an offensive guru and you can't score points. I don't, I just don't get it. So uh, do I think he'll be fired at, at the bye week? No, I, I, Unless something drastically changes, uh, I mean, from like a okay, he's actually a terrible person type of <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I don't see that. Which happening. I don't think <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, Val means he seems like a good human, but just I don't know where these points are. Why are we aren't scoring points on offense? I don't get. Yeah, you know, he's at what points? <laughs> so looking here, um, this is Kyle Shanahan's sixth year uh, in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's only had two seasons with 10 wins or more. Uh, the first season, he actually went six and 10. Second season, he had a downturn and went four and 12. Uh, so you know, if if that now, granted, in my opinion, I think the NFC is a tad weaker than the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the AFC West alone, well, aside from no, the AFC West is, is a good division, 
But, uh, you know, with that being said, um, I, I think I agree with you, John. I think he's going to be here this, this whole year and it's going to be miserable and it's going to be just downright. I'm going to question, do I want to watch the game or do I just want to get drunk? But, um, with that being said, um, you know, what, let's just for argument's sake, say make it through this year, next year, still Rocky halfway through the season and they decide to ship Hackett the hell out of here. Um, you know, there was – there was, I can't remember where I saw I think it was on Twitter. Um, but there was talks that possibly uh, – uh, or not talks, but speculation that maybe, you know, you'd get either Dan Quinn or even the coach from uh, uh, the Colts. What, what's his name? Uh, gosh. Anyway, Um they, they, too early. you know, too early for me to be looking at coaching candidates. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it, it, right, unfortunately, right. it's just that that that's just how fast the NFL is, um, yep. you know. But at the same time, we had such high hopes for this guy. We had such high hope for this offense and for this team. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like half of our team is on IR. You know, right. I feel like we're going to wind up being called the replacement Broncos. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus, somebody get me Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he'll win the damn game. Give me Falco, not Flacco. Falco. There you yeah, go. Falco. There's a difference. <laughs> Big difference. There is Although Joe Flacco looked pretty good to start the year for the Jets. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say something. And I always thought this because, first off, it takes a lot for me to not like somebody. You guys know me well enough that that you could probably hopefully agree with that. That pretty easygoing. I like people a lot. But there's just, I think we all have that. Where there's just, there's some people where you look at them and you're just like, I just want to punch you in the face. And I always thought that about Flacco, but it's always like, you know, just his demeanor is like, oh, he's on TV and, you know, whatever. I just don't like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Then I saw him yesterday at the stadium because I had seats in row two and it was awesome. Uh, thank you, Mary, by the way, if you're watching awesome? and listening. Uh, you are fantastic. Um, but yeah, so, and I saw him and I'm like, no, that's even worse. You just look like, <laughs> like an absolute wow. jackass. Wow. And anyway, it's like, punchable face. you're a very punchable face. And I'm just like, man, I can't believe we had to deal with you. Like, oh, get out of here. So anyway, but uh, yeah. yeah, it um, spot on Flacco versus Falco, two different things. <laughs> um, God. Like, who would have thought, like, seven games in the season, we're talking about, are we going to have a new head coach? But you're back yeah, to it's, it's only because of the bye week coming up. I mean, this this talk will die down after the bye week, you know. Will it? I don't um, know. Yeah, but, I don't well, know. for a little bit. For a little bit. Listen, here's here's where I'm at. Something, if they can turn something around. Yeah, I'm, and here's... I'm, it's not going to stop if this if we're scoring nine points a game. It's not, it's not going to stop the whole year. It'll be the last game of the season, and people will be like, should we fire him for the last game? It's like no, we're not. Like, why, why? You got to send a message. What message is that sending other than? Yeah. Uh, suck again. You're, you're, you're. Yeah, you're right there, guys. I, I completely agree with you. Look, there might be an argument for maybe doing something totally drastic, like firing Hackett at the bye week. Had we lost last week and this next week with Wilson healthy. Maybe then there's a conversation, but the fact that we are so banged up, Wilson's not even healthy. Hasn't been for a few weeks now. Um, Look, I think you say, okay, hack it. You know, we got through the London game. We have a couple divisional games under our belt. You have the staff that you've requested, you know, you have time to go back, review, make changes, implement changes, People are going to come back healthy, you know, at least uh, hopefully by then. Uh, Tennessee game, you know, Baron Browning is back. Um, Wilson should be back by then. Um, obviously, we're going to be missing some other key players for the rest of the year. But, hey, go earn your job. You have the rest of the season. You know, you have essentially eight weeks uh, left to go and show why that you deserve to be the coach. Yeah. Um, and there will be a discussion for the offseason, you know, but um, – I, I don't see him getting fired at all, but everybody's going to be questioning that and asking about that all week long. So, of course, and that's just going to be Browns. And goes back to something Rob said, which was the expectation coming into this year was so high, 
I mean, myself included, I, I oh, yeah. was, this was going to be a playoff team easily. Maybe we win the, uh, the AFC West, but at least we're getting a, uh, a wild card spot and making a deep run in the playoffs. And couldn't have been more wrong based on what, how we look so far. Um, and because of that, it's like, well, the blame has to go somewhere. Um, and like I said before, it probably, everyone shoulders some of the blame, I think. The coaches, the players, everybody. Um, players aren't executing, and it's all on offense. That's just so frustrating. The defense it's is all on offense. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, you have to score points to win a game. You, you can't <laughs> unless the defense is going to score all our points, which should nope. It could happen. There, might, I wouldn't be surprised for one game this year that we win seven to nothing with a pick six. You can't get a turnover to save our life, guys. Uh, um, even when we get the ball out of the hands, it bounces in the other team's favor. Just every single time uh and it's so frustrating yeah. um a, a little question i want to pose to you guys because i'm trying to be reflective and, and really analyze what broncos country was like you know last year even before the russell wilson era um do you guys think there'd be still this much outrage and anger if the only variable that it that was different right now was we still had drew lock instead of wilson same injuries, same new coaching staff. Takes time to implement the offensive scheme. Um, all this stuff going on. Do you think that we'd be as outraged at luck or uh, that? Um, lock, lock. Sorry, Blah. lock. I'm like, what did I say? Lock. As we are at Wilson. Uh, you know, I thought maybe you were talking about Andrew Luck, and maybe he was coming out of retirement. I didn't God, know. I wish that'd be cool. <laughs> He was done dirty, man. Know, he was man. done dirty. He looks, John, he looks skinnier than you, bro. That, I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. I'm not up to date on uh, my Andrew Luck, uh, how Andrew Luck is looking these days. Well, the last time yeah, they showed nah. him on TV, man, he, I could hit him and he'd probably break. I, I look at pictures of, of him all the time. That's that it. But I thought we all did. So, <laughs> uh, What was your question? Did you have a question in there? No, yeah, yeah. So the question is. <laughs> Oh, same exact situation, except yeah. Would we be reacting the same? Yes. Yeah, because we're sick and tired of the damn losing. Well, not only that, but you know the the storyline has been for the last few years. Okay, well, we have all these defensive head coaches, and we're not scoring points. It's time to. This is an offensive league. It's time to go offense with head coach. Now, if we had still have Drew Locke, and would we really expect him to? exceed through seven weeks yeah i'm not saying stuff i i hear what you're saying you're making a okay. valid argument i'm just saying broncos country would still be pissed off oh no no i i wouldn't be sitting here going hey at least you got a new head coach that, you know yeah. we're two and five but drew Locke's gonna turn it around and we'll be okay next year like i wouldn't be happy by any means yeah. but i think the level of outrage would be very different and you know, I, I think the PR department did a very good job of selling this to us um, this offseason. I know I bought it hook, line, and sinker. We all did. We all bought this. This is going to be great. This is going to be a fun ride. They didn't need to sell anything, Kevin. What did we? What have we been saying the last, like, I don't know, three, four, five years? We have the amazing playmakers. All we need is a quarterback. Now we got a quarterback and a head coach that knows That's offense. True. And we still That's can't score points. What We probably have... Well, yeah, we were 4-0 to start last season, so I guarantee yeah. that we had more points per game last season with a defensive oh. that coach. And But Pat Shermer uh, as our offensive coordinator than what we're seeing this year. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> this would be the a look, downturn look for a, John a Shermer. And, did that says it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, this was a Pat Shermer and uh, Drew Locke offense. This would be a downturn for him. This would be worse than what they, yeah, that, that's how bad it is. Um, and that's why people are going to be talking about, are we going to fire people? You know, right. um, heard on the radio after the game, all the way home, several callers uh, into the radio station I was listening to talking about, we need to fire people. We need this, we need that. Um, and I'm worried it's, about them uh, trading rough. away players that we need to keep yeah. for draft picks. You know, And I, I just don't think that's the answer either. 
Well, that's that's a good segue, Rob, and I actually appreciate. It. I think that's a good because I don't want to keep yeah. talking about the coaching stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the yeah. other important stuff, because guys, look, we could look through the stats of the box score, and it was terrible. Uh, I, but let's talk about other good. important stuff first. I'm yeah. confused real um, quick on that. We out, we had more first downs. We had less penalties. We had more. Oh, no, it's crazy. And we still. <sighs> Our defense played great. Like, I don't get it. I don't get how we're losing these games. Um, no, it's – you're spot on, man. Well, we had one or two penalties to I their 11. Very low. <laughs> um, I mean, that was one of the big things we talked about. Like, if yeah. we can fix the damn penalties – and I never thought that we would be penalized once compared to the other teams 11 times. Right. And then if you had told me that would happen and that we would have more time of possession – more total yards, more first downs that we would still lose. I'd be like, there's no way. Oh, wait, no, well, there's probably a way. Like, <laughs> there's probably a way. Yeah. And like, so, the thing is, like, the defense, when they have bad drives or bad plays, like, they make corrections, right? Like, Mathis last week, they've been, but they don't break. I think Mathis almost gave up 100 yards of penalties last week. And I don't think he had a single one this week. Like, we're making corrections on that side of the ball. I don't get what is going on with this offense. Sorry. Okay. We're trying to move past this. Um, I well, think I think that it leads into the next conversation of, you know, the rumors that were coming out at the end of last week mm-hmm. regarding potential trades. Uh, you know, trade deadline is coming up here soon. Uh, a couple of names have been floating around. Uh, we'll start with Bradley Chubb. Uh, what do you guys think uh, in terms of uh, shopping around and what you'd want for Chubb to even consider a uh, an offer a deal there. Robbie first, bud. Personally, I I think we need to keep Chubb. You know, he's finally healthy. He's finally staying on the field. He's producing. You know, the combination of him and Browning or him and and Gregory when Gregory gets healthy, um, I think it is going to be a phenomenal duo moving forward. Um, however, I do believe Chubb, this is his last year on his deal. And I think next season he enters free agency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you know, you also have to look at it from the player's point of view, you know, they're, they're probably fucking miserable. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you've seen, you've seen KJ Hamler just, just be beside himself after the games for, for good reason for, you know, and it's just, it's just one of those things like, I don't think getting rid of key players that are pieces on the chessboard is the way to go. Just like, you know, firing the entire coaching staff, I I don't agree is the way to go. Um, Mm. But as far as any kind of compensation for for Chubb, I don't even want to put it out there. But, um, you know, I I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I'm just so dead inside. <laughs> uh, Here you go from question. Right yeah, here. Richie. Um, Richie. I think you you make a good point here, and this is going to be on on George Payton. Uh, what's he? What way he thinks the long term play here is with with Chubb, right? Um, we're a team. We're two and five now, right? I think something like yeah. that. We have a lot of losses. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what can he like realistically get for Chubb? It's interesting because we keep losing our pass rushers to injury along with every other position, honestly. But um, Chubb's one of the few that have been healthy this season. there, um, And so I don't know if that's going to come into play. You know, what are we realistically going to get for Chubb? I, he's playing all right. I think he's taking up a lot of double teams because he's like our last like healthy potential superstar on the outside. Um, Nick Benito might step up, you know, is going to have to step up this week opposite of him. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I do think that George Payton, though, isn't going to make a trade without it, like, making sense and being a good deal. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so there's all those rumors going around, but, you know, we're not looking at, okay, let's hope we get a fifth-round pick for this guy. Like, I think he would rather let Chubb play out the season and, you know, let him walk in free agency if that's a long-term plan than trade him for, like, peanuts. <laughs> Right. No, you're definitely not going to trade him worth peanuts. And I think I'd like to think that George Payton's actual reputation among other GMs is one of respect to the point of we're not going to send you crap offers. Like, you know, 
Um, yeah. We're at least going to make it what we seem to be reasonable and we can talk from there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I completely, I agree. I think we're going to keep them. Um, I, do you think we're going to point, sign them though is the question. But that's the thing is, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get a good enough offer for them. Yeah, I don't think we are. I don't think we're going to get a good enough offer. And I wouldn't be surprised if we let him walk in the offseason also. Like, it's probably going to be the worst of all scenarios. <laughs> you think right. he would take a, a cap-friendly deal to, to come back for a year or two? Why? I could see him doing I could Why see him do doing that? that, maybe. He's not Von Miller. He hasn't been around for 10 years and won a Super Bowl, like – and Bob Miller didn't do that, so I don't see why Chubb's going to take a, a team-friendly deal. He's been on, on a defense that's been the entire team for years, and they can't win games. They can't make playoff pushes. Like, I, if I were him, I wouldn't want to stay, aside from my love for the Broncos, but, you know, different mm-hmm. situation over here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's going to be sad. Um. Let's see, or a truck of cash is what Richie says. Yes, but he'll get it. I mean, he's a pass rusher. He's got talent. Cash. He'll he'll get. Oh he'll yeah. Get oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, look, we're we'll offer him a contract. It'll be reasonable. If some other team out there wants to pay him a huge, huge, huge deal because he played on the same team as Von Miller or something, and, and they see something amazing to pay him a buttload of money. Okay, then that's on them. Like, you know, we're going to have to move on. Um, There's going to be enough change happening here that I think um, it's just going to be one more blip on the radar, you know. Um, I don't see him staying after this year. Um, Look, I know uh, Peyton wants to get draft capital back, but got to be smart about it. I just don't think that's the way to go. Now, next couple of names, we can probably talk about them in tandem uh, just because they're both wide receivers. KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy. Um, either one of them do you think are tradable? Um, and what would you even look to get out of them? John, you go on this one. I think it's going to be the same situation. I don't think Peyton's going to get a realistic offer that's going to make him really consider it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Neither of these guys have looked spectacular this year. I mean, Judy, I mean, he looked good this game. I'll, I'll say that. He was our best wide receiver this game. Yeah, uh, was. 96 yards on seven catches. Uh, that's a whole nother story. But um, like we, he's our fir- a first round pick from what, three years ago, two yep. years ago, three years ago, three years ago. I think. Um, we're not getting a first round pick for Judy right now. And I don't think Peyton wants anything less than, a fir- I wouldn't want less than a first round pick for the guy. He's got, is that like, reasonable to what? like, to even expect? Like, I know nobody's going to offer a first, but I wouldn't even expect a first. I wouldn't expect a first. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, it's just not. I don't. I don't. I don't see a situation where it matches up well. Not with uh, that. Same thing with him. Like, if no one's offering a second round pick for Hamler. You know, we got him in the second round. I think the best you could get is third or fourths. I think that is. That's the best. I'm telling. That's the best. I, that, that's yeah, if I it's agree. a team that's desperate. I, 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 I think that. I, I'd be shocked. You're if not going to get that fourth round pick for Hamler, honestly. I would think yeah, that's a stupid him. team. We don't utilize him unless they go back to his college tape and they're like, this guy's got speed. They're, this team is not utilizing him the way they should, which I guess that, that's possible. And he's still young, um, but also coming off of an injury from all of last year. So ah, it's I, I don't see any of those three guys being traded unless some team comes out of the woodwork and offers something that all three of us w- w- do not expect. <laughs> You know what's um, really going to suck, speaking of, of draft picks and trades and stuff, is if we wind up with a really high draft pick and it goes right to Seattle. Yeah, Rob, I don't want to, I don't want to think about that. Okay. I just no, think we're gonna, it's, we're gonna, it's gonna be fucked up. We're gonna not think about that. And I'm gonna take you guys to a moment in time um where things were things were good. And I just want to, I just want to be happy again for just a brief second, you know. Uh, the the Super Bowl uh, thirty two team was recognized over this last week, uh, yesterday feels like a long time ago, but yesterday at the game, and you know what? There's just something so cool about those guys out there and seeing them play. You know, looking back and seeing them play, uh, and what the NFL was like back then. Um, you know, one of the first plays I will always remember is seeing John Elway rush down the field during Super Bowl 32 
and do uh you know get hit and do the the elway helicopter um look guys it was super exciting that moment in time we, we won the super bowl um things were going to be very good from then on out finally we were uh, a team known for winning the Super Bowl. So uh, very exciting moment, right? Well, hey, guys, you can make every play feel that exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 bet and get $200 in bets uh, in free bets if your team wins. Guys, check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Broncos are going to London this week to face off against the Jags. Probably a really good game to look at some matchups, especially with, uh, you know, Russell Wilson still being out uh, and looking at what the Jags have done lately. Might be a good game to make some picks. Uh, you know, to make some th- uh, to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on the stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Here's how you get on this, guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's wrap up the trade conversation. Uh, yeah, Rich, it's uh, it's what we have to do. You know, we got to build up the momentum and make you feel excited for a second. So we got to hit um, you right in the kisser, right in the kisser, right in the kisser. Um, um, <laughs> wrapping up the trade conversation, is there anyone you guys would want us to trade for? I mean, at this point, I have lost like any. <laughs> for this team this season like what are we giving up who are we getting like uh can we trade head coaches maybe that's an option like, it is it, it is an option but nobody's gonna want that well not our head coach but can we trade for a head coach um it's happened before it's yeah rare, it's, it's happened been before. a long time like give me like oh andy reed yeah chiefs are they looking to get rid of andy reed anyone know we could make a call and just like hey <laughs> what would you guys like for him yeah yeah yeah, back to your comment about uh, George Payton being well respected in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> calling up the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had I had a small hope that you know we may have signed Christian McCaffrey, but that was quickly dashed. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't know Ed McCaffrey played for the 49ers. I did not know that. I thought he only played for Denver. Um. But yeah, no. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, we could we could absolutely use some help on the offensive line for the love of God. Um, there was a center, and I can't remember the team that they were talking about um, that might be interested in trading him. But you know, we need help on the offensive line desperately. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, the rest of the offense. But who, what are we giving up? We're not going to get draft picks at this point uh, after the Wilson trade. A bag of balls and uh, dinner at Elway's restaurant. Like, unless it's like we're taking on, like, the only thing we have to offer is someone, some team trying to get out of a contract uh, of uh, offensive linemen. And that's like the only thing we have to offer because we have so much cash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I think that the whole conversation is um, a. Look, we covered the base there by talking about it. And to be honest, you know, I think uh, that's that's it. You know, seeing how we played in this game, um, there's no reason for us to try to make a desperate attempt at a comeback. Um, you know, it'd be one thing maybe if we're three and four, hey, guys, we're still in it. Um, I'll see if we can maybe squeeze out another win here in, in London. But at this point, you know, look, we can hope that when Wilson gets back, we go on a run, but it's not worth doing anything crazy. Um, the only number one thing is, I think in George Payton's mind is getting some draft capital back. If it makes sense, if it makes sense to do so. All right. I found a glimmer of positivity in all this bullshit. You ready for this? We are not the worst team in the NFL. There you go. That is, that is a tie between Houston and the lions. There you they go. Are one, they are one and five. We are at least two and five. I'm gonna at make a statement. I'm gonna make a statement now that I want to be deleted as soon as I say this. But <laughs> in my winners league pick, you know, you know, pick the winner, the team that's gonna win this week, and you can't pick them again. You know, I can't even remember. 
Survivor pool. That's what it's called. Okay. I pick the one win Raiders to pit to beat the one win Texans. And you know what? I feel pretty good about that pick. And I will never say it again about the Raiders. And that statement never happened. Okay. Okay. Control uh, alt delete. I'm, I'm glad you, you made a good pick. Um, but I will always remember you as picking the Raiders to win. So Josh McDaniels um, can eat a whole bag of dicks. You know, and uh, when I tell that story to others, I'm going to say, yeah, we have a guy on our staff that whenever they play the Broncos, uh, he picks the Raiders to win. Um, Because uh, 5% truth is all I need for stories. Mm-hmm. So, Well, diversity is key, Kevin. Yes. Okay. Diversity is key. And Raiders it's not about, it's about what you can prove. <laughs> What's that? Okay. It's, it's about what you can prove, not about what actually happened. Yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah, which is why um, somehow I'm going to figure out how to delete this tape. But, you know, I willingly did that. And um, the good news is I can't pick the Raiders for the rest of the season. So that's good. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, well, guys, here we are. We're two and five. Uh, what about, okay, Kevin. On. Kevin, there is but, some positivity, right? Our defense does yeah. still look good. And if you want to talk about turning a team around, like, if they can figure it out on offense, there, I really feel like – we haven't seen it, and I don't expect it to change, and I don't expect us to be contenders, but, like, if we can score 20, 24 points a game, which sounds That's insane, it. shouldn't sound insane when you have an offensive head coach and Russell Wilson as your quarterback, but this defense is holding teams to under, like, 17 points every single game now, minus the Raiders, which, yeah. But if we take that game away, like, this defense is ridiculously good, and we're pressuring the quarterback. We're we're even if we're not getting like a ton of sacks, we got three this game, but we are putting a lot of pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. Uh, we're not getting the interceptions for some reason, but I think they're going to come. But it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're not scoring points. We're not scoring points, but if that turns around, then we can be in every single game this year. We've been within three points in the fourth quarter, yet we've lost a, a majority of five of them. Yeah. Um, uh, it can get turned around, but is it going to get turned around? I don't believe so, but it could. Let me ask you this. Who is the 32nd ranked offense on I'm going to go ahead and guess the Broncos. No. Oh. We're 31. The Jets. Really? What? 31. The Jets. Well, by what statistics? I'm looking at this right now. By what statistics? By overall, overall offense scores. Where, where are we at? Are we on football focus? Is this their like, ranking? Yes. Yes. Are we ranked 31? No, just Kevin? for what it is, we're ranked 31. I knew it. Um, okay. But just look, I mean, you, you look at the difference of their offense is just as bad, but we're two and five and they're five and two. No, that's bullshit, Kevin, because their offense isn't just as bad. Their offense is scoring 20, 30 points a game. Well, you put up points, but that doesn't mean that your offense is good. Guess what? Broncos could be ranked 32nd, but if they're scoring 30 points a game, we're winning the game because <laughs> our defense is that yeah. Because no, Zach I mean, according to messing around with everybody. Look, I'm not, I'm not a statistician, but looking at these numbers, that's not what they're saying. Well, that's because they're going, but it's a, all we need. To we're not the worst. Games. We're not the worst, is what we I'm are. saying. But you would be we like, no, we, well damn it, we are. John's like, no, we are the worst. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> hey, can I we mean, talk about? Like, look at the, the the Jets' schedule, and I mean, they scored sixteen against us. Their, their two losses, they scored twelve and nine. Most of our games, that's our best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, second to last. Yay! We are second to last. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Can we God. talk about the Giants um, being freaking, uh, what are they, six and two now? Insane. Yeah. No, that's a weird year for sure. Uh, I feel like we're in the twilight zone. Like, why couldn't we get that head coach? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Well. <laughs> John's like, ah, good point. Yeah. I mean, sure. they're both uh, bald. Uh, offensive minded. Uh... <laughs> well, what do you guys, you know, um, before we do some closing thoughts here, uh, I mean, what other kind of thoughts did you, did you walk away from this game thinking or feeling or, you know, what's uh, utter? I disgust. mean, that's obvious, but yeah. 
I am losing. I am losing that slim sliver of hope that I have every time the Broncos mm-hmm. step on the field. I mean, I'm not going to stop supporting them, you know. But yeah. still, hey, well, Rob, uh, Rob, that's the thing. That's the difference here. You keep saying dead inside, but you haven't fully, clearly, based on that statement alone, you have not fully committed yourself, which is what you need to do. Um, you can, yeah. I mean, there's dead. To um, go full, David. Go dead inside. They can't hurt you anymore. It's like an abusive relationship. They cannot hurt you anymore <laughs> if you are absolutely dead inside. And that's. But I love them. I love them too, but um, you know, I I fully recognize that this is a very abusive relationship that I have with the Broncos right now. Yes, they keep hurting me, and I keep letting them give me hope um, for no reason, except they keep that bring out the defense. Yep. But you know, yep. um, and so the last two games, you know, I've just come to peace with it that you know uh, I'm dead inside when it comes to the Broncos. Uh, they can't hurt me anymore because of that. People keep asking me at work, you know, what are your thoughts? I'm like, they can't hurt me anymore. And that, you know, that ends the conversation and it's great. Um, and then I don't have to talk about it anymore, which is even better, except for this hour long show that we are doing right now. <laughs> You're like, why, why am I here? How do I get out of this? Uh, you know, I am really glad that I modeled the orange Shut up, contract. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad I, I modeled the orange weekly contract after the Scientology one where you swear away your life and your soul for like a million years mm-hmm. uh, or a billion, or I can't remember the exact one. But you guys, Can you we guys do are tied to it. You're teaching me something. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a real thing. Anything. And you just, you just look it up. We need science, the, the, the deal, you know, that's saying I'm a Scientologist. You swear your life away for like a million years or whatever. All I know so, is there's like, to get in, you have to hold one of those machines that, um, oh, yeah, the yeah, you hold something. And then, I feel like they just took, like, um, this is a weird Scientology rant we're about to go on, but um, <laughs> it's more it's interesting like, than what happened, you know, one, one, of those, one of those carnival games where you hold it and it shows you if you're gonna find love or something like that. I oh, feel yeah, like yeah, no, that's so, like, you know, you're into your Scientologist now. Uh, you know, the, um, would not be surprised if I get calls from the uh, Scientology lawyers tonight, uh, <laughs> you know, with a cease and desist. Um, <laughs> Rich over here is the biggest Scientologist on planet Earth. I'm gonna have people, I'm gonna have people like following me, like as I drive to work and stuff, and like you know, harassing me. Tom and, Cruise is gonna be on the hood of your car. Tom Cruise himself will, it. yeah, just like in the South Park episode, he'll come here, he'll get sad, he'll hide in my closet. Uh, and we'll sing about it. And hey, just awesome. make sure you no, that wasn't Tom Cruise. Cruise. You're thinking of uh... no, Tom Cruise also went into the closet. Oh, he did, right. Yeah, he did. After um, not Ben Affleck, but one of the others. Yeah, yeah. No, Tom Cruise John, in the closet. John Travolta. John Travolta. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, they were, they were both in there together in the closet. Uh, I need to watch them. Yeah, Tom Cruise on your hood and John Travolta in your closet. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you guys wonder why Orange Weekly got shut down overnight, yeah. Uh, yeah. now you know. Nice. Um, well, uh, let's let's reel it in, guys. Uh, any other? Um, hold on, before we do closing thoughts, guys. Once again, remember we have a ton of content here at Orange Weekly um, from the Monday night shows, Tuesday night shows, pregame, post, uh, pregame, and halftime, uh, pregame podcast, postgame podcast. Uh, you can check out the website for uh, information on us as well, uh, BroncosOrangeWeekly.com. Make sure you hit share and subscribe. Definitely appreciate all your support. Uh, and uh, that, that helps us out more than anything. Uh, in fact, uh, we have a part of that contract I was talking about was um, Jared gets hit with a shoe um, if we do not get at least five new subscribers per episode. Um, his wife is quite okay with it. He just, she just, you know, goes in hey, there. Speaking, speaking of which, I beat um, Jared's wife in fantasy <laughs> this week. No, no, no. I want to go back to the shoe thing. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're almost overlooking. If if you if you want to prevent Jared getting hit by a shoe, make sure you like and subscribe. Um, it'll it'll help us out. Um, but yes, uh, you beat Jared's wife. That's good. I've no I've, okay. Correction. I beat her in fantasy dead. football. Okay. Right. Let's right. Finish the sentence. In fantasy football. Okay, well, context, I think people understood. You had already said <laughs> you had already said that, so people would have figured. Okay, uh, but yes, fantasy football, I lost once again terribly. Jared scored twice as many points as I did. Um, but uh, 
Yeah. So, Kevin. well, guys, uh, yeah. It, don't even look. Aaron Rodgers has totally screwed me over. Um, injuries, injuries, adapt. left and right. Kevin, adapt. Now, you don't terrible. have to start him. My backup was Tua, so I have a you third string. Keep him. You could have put Jerry Goff in and got one point this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got one point in. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> um, cool. Hey, what uh, closing thoughts you guys have? Rob, you first, man. Closing thoughts. The only thing that keeps coming to my mind is I'm dead inside. There you go. And now, and now I, that, that John is. I think there's room. And now that John has thoroughly explained to me that I'm in an abusive relationship with the Denver Broncos, it all makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, hey, okay, wait a minute. Question, because I do not know Mm -hmm. this yet. What time is the game going to be on? Because they're playing Is it 7.30 Mountain Time. In the morning. 7.30, 7.30 Mountain Time, which, by the way, I did need to announce to everybody, we will still be live for the pregame show at 6.30 a.m. Drinking mimosas, because... It's orange, and it's, it's the morning. <laughs> we'll be live. You guys make sure you're here. Um, Ayla might will probably be here because she's an early bird. Um, Wait, I think, Ayla uh, we should get all Ayla, just, just Ayla. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Ayla's gonna be up at five thirty in the morning on this. Is Ayla not sleeping? Yeah, but for uh, her, she has two kids. Yeah, she has two kids. They're probably up anyway. That's what she said. So that is literally what she said. John has no it. idea yet, does he? It, it is the phrase. Tis what she hath proclaimed. <laughs> hey, speaking of praise and, and talking like that, our our, uh, our mascot, the Mile High Prophet, is in London yes, right now. And he's going to yep. be at the game. So shout out to the Mile High Prophet. Mile High salute to you, sir. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It'll be cool to see how many Broncos fans are there. Do you think we have a chance in this game? God, yes. I hope so. The thing is, because like, it's, we have a chance in every freaking game because we're within three points in the fourth quarter of every game. God. Yeah, so we have a chance. I have no doubt our defense will keep us within one score of this game again. Uh, and look, it's um, kind of evens the playing field. No one's the home team. Um, it's it's overseas. Um, everybody's tired and thrown off. Um Latavius Murray scored a touchdown in London already once this year. Maybe he'll yeah, do it again. So let's go do it again. Let's go yeah. do it again. Um, yeah, I think we totally have a chance. It's just uh, play calling, and can we limit the turnovers? That's what's going to do it. Run, run, pass. All right, Kevin, here's my closing closing thought. Do it. Right. You ready for it? Hall of Fame coaches that had miserable first years. All right? Do it. This is some some excitement to throw at people. Tom Landry, 0, 11, and 1. Wow. Okay. There's hope for Hackett. He already has more wins than that. Jimmy yeah. Johnson, 1 and 15. Bill Walsh, 2 and 14 in their first year. Bill Parcells, 3, 12, and 1. Uh, who else we got here? Andy Reid, 5 and 11. Hmm. Tony Dungy, 6 and 10. And mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, 6 and 10. So there's there's hope for you, Hackett. Get your shit together. <laughs> get your shit together. For the love get of a God. Second year. Get a second year. Get it no. together and go out there strong. There's still time this year. If you yeah, can figure yeah. out your offense, there's still time. But come on, man. It's running out, but there's time. It's running out. It's getting shorter and shorter by the week. <laughs> man, if you could go into this three and five, okay. You know, you just you, you think uh, that Russell – comes out of this injury, and these are my closing thoughts, I guess. Russell comes back, has time himself to get right mentally, physically, really look at the tapes. <sighs> Hackett is able to, to come up with adjustments that make sense um, and have time to implement. And then, and then, look, I'm not saying that we're going to make the playoffs, but I'd like to save some face. Sure. You know, I'd like to end the season eight and nine. Look, seven to nine at this point would be amazing, but at least we'd save some face and say, hey, these guys were three and five at their bye week and they came back and they finished seven to nine. It's not amazing by any means, but 
well, we saw something putting them on the right track. They beat some teams they probably shouldn't have. That's a story I want to go into the offseason with. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if um, if we finish 7-9, and it would be like a miracle considering oh, there's it would be. games. Yeah. And, but that's my like lofty goal. That's my lofty goal for this. What team. did we do with that last game? Is what I want to know, Kevin. Did we just not? Did we just decided to quit. At what point? No, we decided Mike. to throw the ball. Fucking. You guys aren't kidding There's 17 games. You said seven and nine. Oh. <laughs> oh. Kevin fucked up the match. Uh, uh, I don't. There. I don't have my alley cat. Abacus, alley cat, whatever yeah. it's said. Yeah. I don't pronounce it. I don't. I don't have that to count. Like Jared does, so I'm not going to. It's authentic, so I'm just going to keep it there. Um, and people be like, "Wow, Kevin, you're authentic." And now we have <laughs> digital proof that Kevin had a mathematical stroke. Okay. I did. I did. This We've all said embarrassing things today. I say it all the time. I don't know what Rob did, but I'm sure there was something. I'll find it. I'll find I'm it. here, aren't I, John? Isn't that <laughs> enough for you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, an hour of your life talking about the Broncos after the way we've been playing. So that's that's embarrassing in and of itself. Ah. Well, hey everybody, hey, check everybody out keep watching. Keep watching. <laughs> yes. Uh hopefully through the crap where we've been enduring, we we brought you a chuckle or two, even if the chuckle was followed by a man, these guys are idiots. And uh, why am I listening to them? We appreciate that's you listening my life. and yeah. continuing to listen. And John, this is why you're here because we make you laugh. Uh and you make us laugh. It's a two-way street there. Wow. So, I feel the love. Uh, Rob's the good looks, and uh, I'm the one with the money, which is also a lie. I don't have. Is that true? I don't know. What about. That's not true. It's because you spend all your money on your big deck. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, okay, guys. Uh, hey, let's end it. Um, I got my my orange uh, soda here um, for the Broncos, trying to get some good juju. But we're gonna end it as we always do. Very strong. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Take care. Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news.